Man like. What's going on? Nothing much, man. What are you saying? All good, all good, man. All good. Nice, nice. Well, firstly, welcome everyone to episode two of Just Vibes FC. Uh, fun fact, actually, so if you know my friend Sol. Yeah, yeah. His mum, Janet. Hi, Janet, okay. if you're listening. She thought that the FC stood for fried chicken. Wow. So this is now actually going to be a podcast about fried chicken. Okay, interesting. Gonna, we can do yeah, that. I mean, you know, football's fun and all, but I think there's more <laughs> of a, a wider fan base for fried chicken. There is. There is. I can't say there isn't. Exactly, exactly. But before we jump into episode two, I think let's take a minute to firstly say thank you to everyone who jumped in for that first episode. Yeah, man. Uh, as, as of last count, so we're on 45 listeners across Spotify, Apple and Anchor. And nice. I don't know about you, mate. My target in that first episode <clears> was about was one listener. Yeah, I mean, I, to be honest, I, it's not something that I thought about personally. Yeah. I think, I think for starters, as long you're as not we... in it for the fame, are you? Well, no, no, not yet. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. If it comes with it, I won't say no. But for yeah. now, I think what's key is getting our stuff out there and um, just talk about how we feel. Really, I hear that. I hear that. So yeah, everyone, thank you very much for uh, for listening and for sending us some great suggestions. We're going to talk about them later on. But firstly, let's kick off with a topic that we. We kind of touched upon last week, Saif, but it's mm. it's the situation with Paul Pogba. Yeah. <laughs> He's not having a great international break either. No. Um, but I don't know. It, every, everything just seems odd. And I think one of the frustrating things with, with Pogba is everyone else seems to always want to get involved. Because mm. now mm. we've got Deschamps getting involved as well. Obviously, his brother's always been involved. It's like, yeah. hey, if my brother was trying to tell me what to do in my career, <laughs> I'd tell him, shut your mouth, man. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Man's yeah. got a job here. Like, focus on your job and I'll focus yeah. on mine. No, 100%. And I think as a United fan, you feel the same frustration because mm. this is my stance on Pogba. Now, obviously, you know my stance in the beginning. Yeah. He's he's my guy. I love Pogba. But at the same time, I'm not going to defend him for the sake of it. Yeah. So I think the marriage between Pogba and, and the club, it's just not working. No. Um, you look at that little stint he had with Oli. I think it was around nine, ten games where he first came in. Yeah. He was stat padding nicely, and everyone thought, okay, cool. Under this management, he can do well. And he was he was given a role that was a bit more advanced than normal. So under under Jose anyway. Mm. Even though the position he played under Jose was exactly the same position he played for France as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Well, that, a, that... a lot of the the points at that time was that. Pogba did better with France because he had people like he played alongside people like Kante and whatnot. So you know, a yeah, specialist yeah. CDM almost who could who, who could actually run around the park. And obviously, you know, the only CDM we've really got is Matic, and I, I, he's lost his legs. I think it's fair to say that you know he still has a good game every so often, but Matic is is on the out, and so Pogba doesn't have that. Mm. Pogba himself doesn't have that defensive discipline to no. be able to give us the cover to you know, and especially now you've got someone like Bruno who is charging forward. It just yeah. means that is his position in the team less and less secure and we've seen him dropped quite a few games now by Oli. well yeah and I feel like when we signed Bruno I, at the time I remember saying the balance of our midfield is now ruined yeah no um, balance no balance no, ba- no balance no balance at all and I just felt in order for them two to work we need a, like you say a specialist CDM yeah. I like Matic and with Matic we saw that post lockdown them three worked very well as a as a, as a free yeah. um, with the stability of Matic. However, like you say, he can't play 40, 50 games a, a season. And even when he does play here and there, he will have poor games because yeah. of his age, because of his legs, depending on who we play against, the opposition. Yeah. But well, we said last we... time, didn't we? As soon as any team presses, we as mm. a team can't handle it. But Matic especially, he's yeah. prone to make a lot more mistakes. He takes quite a lot of time on the ball. But, you know, when we play against those teams who do sit off us, then, yeah, then everything is cushy because that's exactly the kind of team that we're, we're geared up to play against but most, bro, most of these teams now press yeah 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 i mean look, look at southampton yeah. who played against them uh post lockdown last season and you saw what their midfield did that, uh, done to us yeah even the brighton was, game the brighton game this season yeah palace game this season palace game last season post lockdown yeah um west ham in the back of last season it was it, it's not great um whenever we do get uh pressed they squeeze the life out of our midfield i remember watching hoybier versus um uh, when we played Spurs, yeah. and he was on to everyone. Bruno Pogba, I can't remember who the I can't remember if it was Mat- it was Matic, it was Matic, yeah. yeah all three game. of them, he was on to him, squeezed every single bit of juice out of these players. But I just felt we had to sign CDM in um, in in the summer if we wanted them to work. Bruno and Pogba, we needed a CDM. And Partey, obviously at Arsenal, I was gutted when he went there, but that could have been the the sort of icing on the cake, the, the stable man in midfield to allow all three of them or the two 
Pogba and Bruno to work. That's what made the Donny signing a bit weird because I I, yeah. I really like Donny Van der Beek and I've said it since you know since the that IX team really burst back into the scene a couple of years ago and you know we played mm. them in the the Europa finals and everything. I I always knew that uh, you know De Jong was going to go to Barcelona inevitably. So De, for, yeah. Van der Beek at that time wasn't really linked to that many people. I think this was before he was linked to Real and stuff. So I really wanted him and I still think it's a good signing yeah. now because ultimately it gives us more depth. But yeah. If you had to pick this summer between a specialist CDM, which we are in mm. dire need of, or a sort of general box-to-box central midfielder who, you know, of course would be helpful to mounting a title challenge or anything, then yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But you would pick that CDM. So I think, again, it just highlighted poor recruitment, isn't it? And that's been the case for 100%. however many years now. We just don't ever seem to address the areas that actually do need to be addressed. Mm. misuse of funds that's what it is oh, absolutely misuse of funds and then we on deadline they were some Cavani and Pelestrian who else was it that Adama not Adama nah, it, um, the, the Arma, a, 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 Atalanta guy yeah who yeah. I don't think he's coming to us until January but then realistically even if he does come he's not going to he's, he's a kid and he shouldn't be put yeah, into yeah. the team um, he can't get into the Atlanta team no exactly I think he, he had a good couple of games last season I think but you know to mm. sign and it, if, if correct me if I'm wrong it wasn't a small money signing I think it was about 30 mil. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously in this yeah. inflated transfer market, 30 mil isn't, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, it's not that much. But for a player who is barely had any senior games, again, misuse yeah. of funds. We can say all we want. Yeah, we're building for the future. We're building for the future. But as much as you build for the future, you've got to also pay attention to the present. Mm, yeah, definitely. No, I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. But, and, but then also on the, on the note uh, of you know, too young to break into the team with that Triora guy or even Palestri. This segues this segues nicely onto our next topic of Dan James. Yeah. I feel yeah, for the kid, man. man. I do feel for him. Um I do. No, no, I agree. Um I feel like, you know, we spoke about Ollie's man management before mm. and you know how I feel about it. I don't actually think he's a good man manager. I feel like he ran Dan James into the ground last yeah. season, overused him got to a point where he realised, hang on, Greenwood can actually do a job in a, in a front three. Yeah. So you drop Dan James, fine, we get it. Greenwood is, you know, a great, I mean, let's be honest, a, a, a better talent yeah, than Dan James. Yeah, he is. But to then play him, playing the same eleven constantly, week in, week out, game in, game out, dropping Dan James, not even giving him any game time. We had mm-hmm. a bench of Mata, Dan James, um, Pereira, and all these guys on the bench. And if Oli, for me, if Oli was such a good man manager, you look at these guys and you think, okay, cool. Mata can surely do a job in the last 20 minutes if we're chasing the game. You know, little yeah. pockets, opening up little doors, little pockets here and there in the final fight. He can do that. Um, you look at Dan James. When you stick him on, what's his role? No one knows what his role is. Well, is... Welsh Sonic, man. That's what he Welsh is. Welsh Sonic, but is that Welsh always his Sonic fault? Bedrock. I just feel nah. like it, is, it looks like he's not being told what to do. McTominay, when he plays CDM, what's his job? The only time he's good. Um, being tall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, being <laughs> physical, physical presence. That's why Mourinho loved him, because he was tall. He was tall, he was aggressive, and he gave, yeah. um, he gave everything. And Mourinho used him at a time where he knew his job was about to go. So mm. you start to trust players. You start to play players that you actually trust. And we're now seeing that with Oli. Um, and obviously Fred and McTominay as a pair. He's tr- yeah. he, trusts, he trusts them because they've, they've got energy, they work for the team, they're selfless, and then they'll do anything that um, they need to do for the team. That's why Pogba's been dropped. He's, you know, Pogba, yeah. he's not been performing. So He's not a team player. You know, and I always hate saying these things about players because ultimately, do I know them as a person? No, I don't. I only yeah. know what I see from 90 minutes a week. But Pogba doesn't seem like the type of player who would do anything to make sure that the team is in a winning position or can get back into a winning position. Do you know what I, I mean? I have to disagree. I think he can, but when, when things Does he are want going, to, though? When, yeah, I think he does. But when, when things are going well, he does. But mm. when things are going bad, when the going gets tough, he goes missing in games. He goes hiding. But that's, but that's what I mean about mm. a, a proper team player in terms of someone who is willing to bleed and die for the shirt. Not just necessarily a Manchester United shirt or a front shirt okay, or whatever. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and players like, for example, like we were speaking about uh, before the podcast earlier today about Bruno. You know, yeah. you, you were saying yesterday against, uh, against France, he was trying to do a bit too much. But yeah, yeah. that's, I guess, in his character where he does try and run every, mm. you know, touch every blade of grass on the pitch and he tries to do that. And the good thing with Bruno is whether you're losing or you're winning, he still tries to, to make the difference. Yeah, 100%. Pogba is, is guilty, in my opinion, <laughs> when the cards are stacked against him. Yeah, yeah. For he's real. happy to just kind of go back into the uh, into the shadows almost. Yeah, yeah. And as a, as a box-to-box midfielder, which which is what he is, he's not Cam, he's not number 10, he's a box-to-box midfielder. Yeah. You are required to do that. You are required to do the, the, the defensive discipline 
their defensive yeah. duties. That's your job. That's your sole responsibility. Um, I guess under Oli when he was playing, not as a cam, but more advanced midfielder, he got away with it. He didn't have to come back and defend, but we, that's not a sustainable way of playing. Yeah, and and that that is that is my concern of him. And I feel like he he he'll, he'll go. I think next summer he'll go. He's he's got to go in here. And and the and I think what doesn't help it is that when he's going through this run of poor form, and I can't remember the exact stat, but isn't like he's only been involved in about two goals in his last like 35, yeah, 40 appearances. Literally two goals, yeah. And that's that's concerning. That's very For worrying. Someone you and you know it's never the players' fault what they what the transfer fee was, but ultimately yeah. someone who you paid ninety odd million for. You need a bit more than that. You 100%. need more than two goals, 100%. and I think, and I think Pogba probably excels in a team where he has a free role. Yeah. But then to have a, a player who has a free role, you need defensive discipline. United don't have that, no. and also if I have to, you know, there's only ever really room for one one midfield player or one sort of playmaker with a free role, right? Mm. And do I pick Pogba or do I pick Bruno? This is it. This is it. Who it's do got, you pick? Bruno all day long. Yeah, all day long. And with France, obviously, when they were when they went to the Euro final, they had he had Matuidi and he had Kante doing the work yeah. for him, not the work for him, but defensive duties for him. Yeah, covering him, covering yeah, him, covering yeah, the, yeah. the duties behind the pitch. Yeah, yeah. And then in the World Cup, it was Matu- um, it was um, I don't think yeah, Matuidi wasn't a starter. I'm not even sure if Matuidi was in the in the, in the squad of the World Cup, but I feel like he was. Was he? Because he was still at Juve at that point, wasn't he? He was a Juve, yeah. And um, Kante, Kante was the guy who was he was doing it all for him. And the thing is, Kante, Kante is not actually a CDM. He's actually a box to box midfielder. He's actually like Fred, similar sort of positions, but he will just run and run and run and run, and he will do anything and everything for the team. And yeah, yeah sadly, we need a Kante, or we need an Ndidi, or a Partey, or any anyone of that sort of ilk um, yeah. to allow him to do his thing. Um, but let's go back to Dan James, though. We got uh... oh yeah, <laughs> yeah the Welsh Sonic the Welsh again. Sonic. I forgot, forgot about him. Well, well. I mean, we're, as everything is now, right, with Dan James, I think you and I are both in agreement. I feel I feel very bad for him. I feel mm. like, ultimately, this guy came from a championship team and he was thrust into the starting eleven of one of the biggest clubs on the planet, yeah. right? No matter where we are in the table now, we are still one of the biggest clubs on the planet. 100%. The amount of pressure that that would have brought with it is mm. exponential and it's difficult to, to really quantify how that plays into, especially an athlete's mindset, right? Definitely. He lost his, he lost his dad as well when he exactly. signed for us. Exactly. And he started off well, like, you know, he started off really well. He got a couple of goals, a couple of assists. And then obviously it just started to, to fade a bit. And like you say, when Greenwood emerged, he lost his place. And that's, mm. that's football. That's how football works, unfortunately. Yeah. But then I, I really think he would benefit from a loan move. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, you know, get rid of him just yet. Cause yeah. I, do, I still think he has something to offer, whether it is just raw pace yeah. or anything else, but I still think he has something to offer. So surely it makes sense come January to give him out on loan. I heard that Leeds wanted to have him back. Well, my stance on Dan James is more... How do I put this? Go on. Be, ru- be ruthless, man. No, nah, nah, it's not ruthless. It's more... With Dan James, I never thought he was the player we should go for anyway, to begin with. Yeah. Um, I passed... no, that's when we were going for that whole Brexit FC thing. Exactly. Young so, British, British talent. talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've not got a red passport. <laughs> you're not coming in the team. But yeah, you know my, you know my stance, Dan James. I just feel like with him... He was never going to be good enough for United. But with that being said, that is my personal opinion. But with that being said, I do think he hasn't been given a fair opportunity to to almost be nurtured into this team. He hasn't. He was, like I said earlier, he was chucked into the deep end. Uh, he only run him into the ground. And then when it was time to chuck him, he chucked him. And then when when we were going through the post-lockdown period, it was Greenwood that played right wing uh, yeah. or right forward, whatever you want to call it, for the remainder of the games. We then started this season. He started against um, Pal- uh, Palace in the first game of the season. Yeah. I, um, from what I remember, he wasn't great because I didn't actually watch that game. I saw highlights for that one. Mm. He, he wasn't great. And then I see that um, you know, I'm trying to get rid of him, trying to sell him. Now that for me, I just don't think that's fair. If I'm honest, whilst, I don't think it's fair. And that's me being honest because whilst I don't think he's ever going to be good enough, I I still think if I put my personal bias aside. I don't think he's been given the fair the fair opportunity to be he, nurtured. He played about thirty odd games last season, though, and yeah, he started off. But apart from that, you know, the main thing you get from him is pace. But I, and I, feel, I feel I feel mean saying this when mm. we're saying that you know the guys had a hard time. But yeah, I do have to agree with you. Like, whilst I do think he has something to offer right now, the fact is that he doesn't really offer much when he's on the pitch, apart from pace. And even then, his final 
his final result, whether it's a cross or a shot or whatever, a pass, it's just it's not there. But give him a role. Give him a give him some instructions. Like I look at Dan Jaden. Where would you play him? What role would you give him? Well, firstly, he's left winger, not right winger. Um, But I think if you're trying to chase the game twenty minutes ago, he's got a role. Um, You chuck him on, but you don't just chuck him on and hope for the best. You chuck him on, chuck him on, and you say to him, "Look, get in behind the fullback constantly. Look for Mm. that ball. Scream for that ball. And when you get a ball." What's your responsibility? You 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 take on the you take on your man, obviously the the fullback, and you whip him across. That's your responsibility. You come on and you whip across because at the yeah. moment he doesn't do that. He gets the ball, and he almost just runs at people. He I, he I, does. He just runs, uh, and he, I, it, 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 it's literally like you know FIFA R two. You're holding that button for running. life. Just you are running. You're running, but you don't know what to do at the end. Well, this is it, and I feel like surely as a coach, as a manager, you, you're told, look, this is your role. Don't do that do this, this is what I want you to do, you know, what I said earlier, getting behind the fullback, put some crosses in, that's what you want from your winger, especially when it's 20 minutes ago. And I, mm. and I just see, I think that's, for me, that, that's, that's his best role that he can do, um, especially from the right wing anyway. As a left winger, so, he's looking to cut in and shoot. But um, then the trouble with playing him on the left wing is you get rid of Marcus Rashford or you get rid of Martial. And but I'm not I saying he should start. I, I'm, yeah. actually, I'm not saying he should start. I'm saying... Is, is he a plan B then? A squad player, a squad player, yeah. and he could potentially be an important squad player, providing you give him his actual role. Now, whilst, like I said earlier, I don't think he's ever going to be good, good enough for United, but yeah. he may be good enough for this season. He may be, he may have a role to play. And yeah. if if Oli should he go out and loan to answer that question, if Oli doesn't want to play him, and he's going to just rot on the bench, then send him out on loan. Send him to Bielsa. He'll teach him football. He'll teach yeah. him coaching. He'll teach him what he needs to do, how when to press, when not to press, when to get in behind, when to look for the run, when to put the ball in. He'll learn all around the Bielsa. So, so, so for you then, yeah. is this, it almost sounds as though, are you, are you saying that Dan James's current predicament is more because of poor man management from Oli? I think it's a combination of everything, but that is... You, that hate, is you certainly... hate this guy, man. Who Dan James? Ollie. Ollie. No, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't Any I don't opportunity? You. you know what? You're like you're like Sunus or Pogba. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not say that. Let's not say that. I'm not. I'm I don't. Joking, I don't hate him. When he when he got the job, I backed him initially, and then I saw enough for me to say, you know what? This guy is never going to be the guy. Man's, man's a PE teacher. P, PE teacher. But I can't say I haven't been surprised though. For me, his yeah. best performance was um, against PSG the second time. Leipzig yeah. was an amazing performance. Not giving credit for that. But then we go play Chelsea and we draw. And then yeah. when we go play Arsenal, we lose one nil. So it's just no consistency here. But that's no. another conversation. We'll speak about it another time. Yeah, that could be another episode thing. Mm. All right. So this is final thoughts on Dan James. I think send him alone. But actually, you know what? To lie, I think the reason why he was kept in this squad is because we didn't sign uh, an out and out like right winger who could break yeah. into the squad so far. If we did get Sancho, you know that whole fucking on and off saga, saga for the entire. Yeah. For the entire summer, if we did get Sancho, I do think Dan James would have gone out alone. Well, that's partly why we wanted to sell him to, to free up funds for that's, him. That's why Matis probably come back into the team because he yeah. he's he's playing on that right hand side because otherwise we've not really got any other options. Mm. Um, there's there's you know Rashford and, and Martial they don't really play on the right. They can't really play on the right that well. We've got Greenwood. In fact, I want to talk about Greenwood next. Yeah. We've got Greenwood, but even then, it's a case of you can't play an 18 year old 19 year old kid every single game it's just not beneficial to anyone i agree no i agree um but yeah greenwood i want to talk about greenwood quickly yeah i think there's been some very upsetting media coverage on greenwood um i think the whole thing stinks to me i'm not going to say you know i'm not going to make any sort of accusations or anything but ultimately right let's look at the season how it started foden and greenwood both did the same thing they did the exact same thing yeah why then has Foden been called back into the England squad, but Greenwood hasn't yet? And why are all of these articles saying that, you know, United are worried about he might throw his career away like Morrison? Like, I just... It, That's there's a bit no, mad. They're That's unsubstantiated bit claims for me. And I think we've mm. seen a lot of... The, I think it's a Daily Mail or Daily Mirror, uh, uh, Daily Mirror article. And a lot, of, a lot of people have responded to it, such as Rio, you know, saying, yeah. like, Gary what's your source? Right yeah, what is your source for this? And again, it's just... It's, it's classic British media, mm. right? In one... Any good young player, they, the, the media seemed determined to just squeeze the living life out of them and yeah. make it a tense environment for them to play. Well, any, also, any, young, any young black player. 
that's, that's, that's that was going to be my next point. That that's was going to be my next point. The whole mm. thing stinks of a racial bias again, and it's the same mm. way as you know how Sterling has been covered for the for the uh, past few years, and even Rashford earlier. There was an article saying you know yeah, Rashford buys five two million pound houses. Yeah. Okay. So. How you why, target why the is... one person? The one person is trying to make change and you're trying to target him. That's just crazy. Yeah, and exactly. And his response to it is, look, yes, I'm securing my future, but I've got to secure the future of my family as yeah. my family as well. So, you know, what what I don't understand what the media want from these from these young black British players. Do they just want them to just shut up, not do anything, and just be obedient? I think no matter what they do, um, there's always going to be a case. There's always going to be a, uh, a never going to be enough, is it? No, no, no matter what they can do, anything. Um, Rashford can can donate his entire salary. Um, for the rest of his career. Yeah. And the second he's seen with something that's out of the ordinary, let's say, I don't know, a nice car or whatever that he bought yeah. prior to donating all his money, it's an issue. Oh, Rashford's driving a, a Lambo. Um, yeah. But I know whilst whilst kids, are, I don't know, they want food and he's, he's out here driving nice cars. So, mate, he is the one person who's actually made this systematic change. Um, exactly. How are you going to target him? It baffles me. It truly baffles me. It's 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 bitterly disappointing, I think, you know, especially in the current climate that we're in, where racial where people are just sh- really striving for mm. racial equality. It, sells. It, sells. It, it does. Well, it's clickbait, isn't it? Yeah, because audience. no matter where, where, whether you're on the on the right of politics and you're reading it, you're like, yeah, what, why is that bloody? You know, why is he doing <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. Or whether you're on a, a more liberal side or more left leaning side, or even if you're just in the centre, mm. then you then you kind of read it out of outrage. Like, I read the article purely because I'm like how are you not doing this like how do you find a way to make a man who has been so and the only word i could think of is pure yeah it's true, <laughs> but this though. guy it's has true. been an absolute ray of light angel in the past few months he yeah. really has mm. dr marcus rashford obe mm. this guy is trying to feed kids yeah. more than our po- elected politicians are doing 100%. why then is he getting all this hate i, d- I don't understand it mate no but i just agree to add to that that we spoke about this before that picture of him mm. when he scored the hat trick against leipzig and he's yeah. smiling and he's bouncing the ball. That is a beautiful image. That's amazing. That's a beautiful image. Like you can just tell all that joy on his face is, has stemmed from not only football, but the changes making outside of the pitch. And, and fair yeah. play to him, mate. That was probably a phenomenal week in his life. 100%. Because at that point, he'd got, he'd, you know, he'd got pretty much. I don't. I mean, there's a handful of strange, strange people who are like, "Well, it's not, it's not government's responsibility <laughs> yeah. to feed kids. Yeah. You know, why, why are these people having kids yeah. and they can't feed them? Yeah. Uh, that's a weird, weird flex. So backwards, mate. Weird, weird, weird point of view. But you know, ultimately, he's got most of the nation on his side. Mm. He's got a lot of politicians on his side, yeah. and you know, obviously, the government have now done that U-turn where they are so. Sub- supplying kids with those meals so it must have been a culmination of probably one of the best weeks of his life really 100 percent, and it, it's great and to he see deserves him. it 100 percent. it's so nice to see me and he's a night player you know what, what could be better exactly you know we've got a, we've got a good person on our team yeah, it's nice. yeah for real it's but nice. going back to greenwood though mm. um so yeah just to add to what you were saying he him and foden done the same thing foden has been picked greenwood hasn't um i want to i've got a question regarding this now Gone. What could be the reason as to why he has been picked by uh, by Southgate? Because Southgate's an idiot. Well, that that's a possible scenario. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I fully back that. I think that I'm, I'm surprised he didn't somehow exclude uh, Greenwood and somehow make it about Mason Mount. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, another, another, again, another conversation. But, <laughs> but with um, I, I've got my trade of thought now. With uh, yeah, so he, my question was going to be, has he got to do with Oli in a sense that? When Oli questioned England's choice of putting them together, I think it was, I think they were both in the same room, weren't they? Yeah. And Oli had that little little moan on um, during his press conference. Oh, did he? What about yeah, yeah. Greenwood uh, and Foden? About Greenwood saying we, you know, we tried to protect him for so long. Yeah, yeah. And you know he's tired, but they still picked him, and he was he was having a moan basically about England and and why they picked mm-hmm. him. He basically got upset that they picked him. Um, yeah. Now, I think that might have might have something to do with it. Maybe they're saying, look, give him the time he needs um, away from the national setup for whatever reason. Um, with, yeah. I don't know. It's just me speculating. Um, it could, it could, it could very well be, but then I've also read, I've read reports, which I, I think even made the fact that, you know, Daily Mail and stuff are, are saying these articles, like, oh, they're worried he's going to throw his career even more upsetting. I, I read a report that he yeah. lost one of his close friends to suicide. Well, this, this is it. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, man. So that was, the, apparently yeah. that was one of his, uh, one of his boys, um, obviously being in Manchester and he was a city boy. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, a I don't know why that's not been channeled to the media properly. Mm. And b why would you why would you go after a guy who just lost his friend? If you see, you're kicking a man when well, he's down. This is it. Like, did you see his celebration against Leipzig? 
Yeah, yeah. Did you see the bit when he goes, um, gets on his knees and puts his hands up and his face yeah. looks like the guy is in agony? If you, yeah. if you haven't seen it, have you seen it or not? Yeah, I saw it. I saw the game. Yeah, but did you see a celebration when he went down and and he, he was pointing towards the sky? Did you see that bit? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you see the agony and the pain. He's in pain. He's, he's, in pain. Like, he's yeah, clearly yeah. in pain. So I think that is that in itself t- tells um, you know a thousand stories as to where he is mentally right now. Mm. I think I think that the the treatment of him is is it's unfortunate, but you know what? When he burst onto the scene, you kind of knew it was going to happen because it happens with every young British player, and it happens especially when it, when that young British player is black. It, it mm. just seems to always happen, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean the stuff they done in the England set up with Foden, he does wrong. Yeah. Of course, that was wrong, but funny though. Yeah, yeah hilarious. I was saying, <laughs> my guy, my guy Mason. Um, I was, I was. I don't know, man, a big sum of love. Exactly. Um, you know, I. I, I I somewhat support that, but then again, it was wrong. And <laughs> I look back and I say, I think if I'm 18 and I'm in that setup, and you know, I'm a wrong young young rich um, footballer, would that? You know how hard it is to keep your head screwed on. This is the position. thing. You're 18 years of age, <laughs> mate. And I look at that situation. I think that could have been me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That could have been me. So I don't. I don't look at that situation and, and think, oh, how dare he do this? Or how, I don't. I don't. Mate, all of my players have done this over the years. Rooney, Gig, obviously Gig. They've all done it. Gig's done a whole. Rooney slept with a granny man. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, this is it. Um, Ronaldo as well. He had a nice, uh, a nice uh, time in Manchester. So you know, yeah. they're not, they're not foreign to this. And United players in general. So it's not like I see certain United fan, the old boys saying, "This is not United." The United DNA, all this nonsense. I'm thinking, well, what is, is, is sleeping with your brother's wife? Ooh, this is it. The DNA, this, Ryan this yeah, I'm yeah. talking to you. Yeah, 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 and all the other new stuff that he's done, which I don't want to get into because yeah. uh, it could be false. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not after a libel claim, man. Well, exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, with Greenwood, man. Um, the initial stuff that he's done, I don't really have an issue with that per se. I just yeah. think, what are you doing now? Obviously, lost your friend. We get it. It's, it's a sad time. Grieve, do what you need to do. And yeah, um, yeah man, get back to um, doing what you do best and score goals from mad angles. Exactly, exactly. And I, you know what? I think what you say is completely echoed by the rest of the United support and probably most of the, the British football fans who actually have some uh, sense of logic where we, we're, we're behind him and we support him and we're ready for him to get back to his best. 100%. Let's uh, let's move on to our, our next topics, and we've got quite a few, right? So, so this this section is going to be called uh, slide tackle in the DMs, where we basically a lot of people who have written into us, well, I said wrote into us, like they're sending us PO box letters. But <laughs> they've, they've they sent us some messages on Instagram and Twitter about things and topics they want to talk about. So, should, should we dive in? Let's go. Let's go. Sweet. So the first question is from George. Shout out, George. And he's, he's questioning the five sub rule. Should it be reintroduced? And is it better for bigger clubs? And does it leave smaller clubs at more of a detrimental point? What do you think? I want to hear your thoughts. Because you haven't spoken much about your thoughts. So let's, let's, uh, let's go for that. Well, I think... I think it is better for bigger clubs. Mm. Of course it is. Because clubs with more depth ultimately have more, more players to field. And it does leave smaller clubs in that, in that tougher position. Um. And I think, you know what, I've always been used to three subs as, as long as I can remember. It's, it has always been three subs. You know, I'm surprised it took us ages to get seven subs on the bench in, in England yeah. because Spain and Italy had, had it for so long before. I think it would it would place bigger clubs at an unfair advantage. I think, obviously, when it was at the point where we came back after lockdown, that was a necessary thing that mm. had to be done, um, be, you know, because obviously match fitness was, was quite low. I don't think it needs to be reintroduced. I agree. No, I agree. Um I think you watch United, right? And you see, mm. I want to use the Brighton game as an example. And even yeah. the, the live, not so much the Leipzig game, but the Brighton game in the cup when we played them. Do you remember that? Early, yeah. early in the season, like about three, four, four, five weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And it took, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we were, were we drawing until we put on the big guns like Rashford came on, I think Bruno came on and Marcel came on. But yeah. if it wasn't that game, there's been many scenarios where we have benefited from these changes, whether that's a Prem game or a Cup game. And the second you put on two free subs um, at the same time, yeah. it gives you that flexibility, obviously, if you have five subs to put on two free guys one at the same time. You well, do... Even, I think, with the five sub rule, like, wasn't there at one point last season where we put like four players on in one go? We put five on in one go. And that, yeah. was, <laughs> that, was, that was against Sevilla on the 90, I believe it was in the 93rd minute or the 92nd minute. 
Um, See, I think that's ridiculous because that's a six, that's excessive. There's no need to change half of your squad in one go. But that's Oli, isn't it? Again, yeah. that's another conversation. But Oi. that was, it always uh... comes back sooner <laughs> than Pogba. It's, it's just true, mate. He put on five subs at a time where we could have made him earlier. We were one. Or I can't remember the score was against Sevilla now, but I think it was two one, wasn't it? We lost the game two one. Uh, can't remember, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, but anyway, going back to the original point, and we were talking about the subs. Um, yeah, I agree, and I and I just feel. If you give the likes of City, even someone like Leicester, Spurs, yeah. anyone in the top six, top seven, um, you give them that flexibility of putting on five subs, they'll mm. they'll they'll utilize that and they will destroy the smaller teams. And I think it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it, it sucks the joy out of football. It almost makes it a bit unfair. I think the smaller teams you've already taken away from them uh, in the sense that fans are not there at the stadiums anymore. So yep. Burnley away makes it, it makes it a lot more tough than it used to be. Um, yep. You know, all these smaller teams where you go to their stadiums and it's quite intimidating. You don't have that anymore. It's a yeah. nice ride now for the likes of our players to go in and do their thing and be comfortable with no fan abuse and no fan <laughs> in- intimidation. And, you know, our, our boys, we... But that's that's part of the game, though, isn't well, it? You know, this and is I, it. And, and I remember Champions League games, for example, when you go away and one of the, the main places that people always talk about is Turkey. Turkey Turkish, yeah. Turkish games are like hell Wild. to play in yeah. because the fans are so intimidating, so aggressive. But that's football. That's that's why there's a home advantage, you know, well, because... This is it. You, exactly. But, um, yeah, sorry, Karen, I interrupted you. Um, yeah, so with our boys, anyway, um, we benefit from that highly because, you know, we've spoken about this before. I play a lot, my players, a lot of my confidence players, Rashford, yeah. Pogba, Martial... Lingard, all of these guys, when things are going well, they're playing very well. When the going gets tough, they find it very difficult to dig and dig deeper. Um, I yeah. think Bruno's probably one of the only players that can do that. Um, but Bruno, more, Bruno FC, man. Bruno, Bruno, FC. Bruno FC, that's why you see him right back, left back, CDM, up Seriously. front, you know what I mean, left wing. You see him in random position trying to do everyone's jobs. And I, I bet you at least once in his career... Because I think eventually, you know, it's only a matter of time before Barcelona or Real come calling, isn't it? Yeah, I, think I, I see more I, of Real I, for some reason than, than I, Barca. I don't know why I see more of a Barca job. Because I think because Barca are obviously really trying to rebuild. It's only a matter of time, I think. But either way, one of those teams will come calling, right? Yeah. I bet you at least once in his career, Bruno will somehow end up in goal. Like, it'll be one yeah. of those freak, th- freak yeah. things where De Gea gets injured, <laughs> Henderson gets injured or something, or we've mm. got no subs left. I'm telling you right now, Bruno is going to be our new O'Shea Mate. and play in goal. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I would take I him to see that. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Okay, cool. So let's go. Let's just bring it back to the five sub, five sub thing and finish up there. So are we both in agreement then? No, I, don't, I don't think it should come back. I think it's an unfair no, advantage. Scrap it, man. Scrap it. Let, let football yeah. be beautiful. Let's not suck the joy out of football completely. completely. There's already no fans. Let's yep. stick to three subs. And um, yeah, man, play like we normally play it. I'm glad they got rid of the drinks breaks as well. Yeah, that was that almost made it into um, four different halves. It was a tactical break tactical as well. Tactical break, wasn't it? yeah. So that's where I think the tacticians benefit from that. Yeah, the likes of obviously your Joses, your Peps, your Klops, or, uh, Bielsa, all these sorts of guys. They they benefit from that. I don't think well, you, our you're, money... not, you're not in, you're not including Oli in that. <laughs> I'm not including Oli. In <laughs> I think I think we're all in agreement that he's not a tactician. I think we all know that the coaching oh. is done by Carrick, McKenna, and and Phelan. Phelan. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. But again, I repeat, this is a conversation for another time. And we'll we'll speak about this in depth. All right. All right. Let's let's move on then. Let's move on. So the next question is from uh, from Nadia slash Adil. Well, it's from my friend, uh, my friend Nadia, her husband Adil, but Nadia sent it. Mm -hmm. So shout out to you both. Uh, Why is Poch not in a job at the moment? And why are United not approaching him? Um, I think... Based on the interviews I've seen on him since he's left Spurs, it, it sounds mm. like he, he loves England. Um, similar to Jose when he first left um, United. Um, and to be fair, other clubs as well, when he left, he, he always spoke about the Premier League and how much he wants to be here. And I, I see the same thing from Poch. And I think he clearly wants to stay in the Premier League. He's happy in England. He loves England. And if, you know, if, I, if I'm him, I'm looking at Manchester. Not just United, but City as well. And, Potentially, well, that's it, isn't it? He's linked to the big clubs now. Before he was just linked to us, but now I'm seeing him really strongly linked to City. And knowing our luck, mm. I can see that happening because yeah, I yeah. think the way City's season is panning out, I don't think Pep will be there for another year. I don't think he'll be sacked. I think he'll leave at the end of the year. And I think Poch will, Poch will take it. Yeah, I can see him at City, to be fair. I think, I yeah. think they'll do with him. I think... Um... It's a space where he can he can have his own methods, um, the same methods as as, he, as he's always had. 
because yeah. he's under the lineage of um, Bielsa, isn't he? So he's got that yeah. pressing style of football, which I would love to see United. Um, I don't know if we're going to see. Well, it that's ever. what that's why that's why it would probably be an easier transition to go to City to because City, Pep yeah. is obviously under Bielsa's kind of uh, umbrella of thought as well. So if they're mm. both under that, sh- those players are already primed to mm. take on. Uh, Poch's style, isn't it? Aren't they? Yeah, I mean, if you look at City, if you look at the players now, they don't press like they used to. Even Liverpool, no. even Liverpool when they won the Prem, they weren't pressing the same way they were pressing the season before that. Obviously, yeah. it comes a time where you look at the players and if you, it becomes predictable when you sort of change your ways. And I guess you want to re- preserve some energy as well going forward um, when you're playing X amount of games a season. I mean, look at the season now and it's what we're looking at. 40, 50 games a season. Yeah. And especially this season, it's going to be all crammed into a small window as well. But, um, mm. but yeah, I mean, I'd love to see Poch at United. I think he'll go, I think he'll end up a City. If not, I'm looking at the Chelsea situation as well and I'm thinking, will Lampard stay after the season? I don't think his job's in jeopardy just yet because I think he's managed to recover a bit, hasn't he? He has now, but the question is, A, can he get top four? Mm. B, if he doesn't, will will Roman sack him? You know, he's a ruthless manager. He doesn't care. Well, but then, but then, but then Frank, Frank, Frank is in the position of of Oli in that if you sack a club legend, yeah, no matter what, it's a lose lose situation, isn't it? it because it, the fans it is. are on your back. It is. But look at Chelsea and look at them as a as a well organized club. Um, their structure is very good. We don't have yeah. that. No. Partly why Oli Oli should have been sacked about four times so far. Mad. <laughs> he should have been sacked about four times. <laughs> maybe, definitely three, maybe four times now. And yeah. he survived it every single time. Lampard's not been in that situation yet. So it depends how many of those hiccups um, the ownership can take. And I think I think it'll be it'd be um, quite black and white with Lampard. If he doesn't get top four, I think he's gone. And it, I, th- I think for a club of, of Chelsea's of size, and as you say, because of how, how efficiently they are run, you know, Marina, uh, I can't remember her name, but what's her name? I think he is Marina, yeah. It's Marina Martina, something. Martina, Martina, Martina. Martina, Martina. Either way, that she is a prime example of how to run a club. Yeah, that man. transfer window that, that, that Chelsea had on paper, obviously some of the Mad. players are yet to really get into it, but that transfer window that Chelsea had is probably one of the best I've seen in, in recent yeah, yeah. years. Yeah. Credit to her. And I do think if Chelsea don't get top four, it is going to be difficult to see how, how Lampard can keep his job. That's what I'm saying. And I think that's uh, you think Poch, you think you, Do you think Poch would go there though? London. His family is in London. You know, if yeah. I'm if I'm a Spurs fan and, and Poch goes to goes to Chelsea, especially the way you were sacked as well, yeah. I'm not bl- I'm not blaming him. If I'm yeah. honest, you know, this is a business. At the end of the day, you 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 know, if you got a livelihood in London, your family is there. Your family you know, makes kids, sense, doesn't it? That's what I'm saying. Your kids go to school there. Your wife is settled there. I don't know what she does, but she might have her own business there or whatever. Yeah, and it's in your best interest to stay there, right? And mm. if another London, a bigger club in London comes 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 to your calling, you're gonna take that. So, so do you think then that Poch isn't in a job at the moment because he's he's waiting, he's waiting for the right for, role? I think I think not necessarily the right role, but I think just a role in London, uh, in England, sorry, preferably yeah. London, that fits his profile. And I think Chelsea, City, United, these three options that he can play with. Obviously, Arsenal will never be an option for him. I don't, I don't see him doing no, that. I, I don't think he would either. No, I don't see Atlas against Sack anytime soon. And um, yeah, I think these three clubs are potential options for him. I don't see him taking any other job in England. Yeah, I think apparently he turned down the Barca job. Did you hear about this? Well, isn't that I I saw rumours, but then my also understanding is because he was Espanol. Mm, for that reason, do, yeah. he wouldn't he wouldn't consider it because it's such a strong rivalry. Yeah, I mean it's that as well. Um, for him to say no to Barcelona, if it's true, that's that's a mad Big. mad statement. And PSG, it's a, a ballsy thing to do as well, isn't it? It is, it is, and I guess it shows that he he, he has faith in his own ability and he will get another role because it's not just him; it's his coaching staff as well that are waiting for, yeah. tr- for work. So yeah. he's he's thinking about their their, their livelihoods as well. Um, but I guess he's got a fat payoff, hasn't he, from Levy? Which oh, he would he would have got a very yeah. nice little compensation package. <laughs> well, this is it. But PSG is another option um, for him. I just don't see him taking it. It's a boring role, man. Like, really, the only challenge is to try and win the Champions League. And if you don't win the Champions League, that's it, you're, you're out. I'm surprised uh, they're managing now. Thomas uh, Tuchel hasn't been sacked yet. I think he is going to go this season. And I see he has to. Because he's, he's not... Uh, they're not are they, are they, they're not even top of the, um, of the league, are they? To be honest, I haven't seen the French table this season. Mm-hmm. Okay, but... no, they are. Sorry, I tell oh, they are. Just, I'm spreading false news there. They've won the last five. But they started the season off quite poorly, from what I know. They lost, they, didn't they, against someone yeah, weird? Yeah, they're five points ahead of Lille. And then it's it's the usual point of the rest of the table is pretty tightly contested, but obviously PSG is running away with it. It's mm. not it's, it's not even a competition, man. 
No, no, it's not. No, that's why I can't see him go there. I, unless, unless Juve, I don't know what's happening in Perlo at the end of the season, perhaps he might go. Well, Serie A has proven to be a pretty interesting league so far. If I'm correct in, in remembering the table, I believe AC Milan are top. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, were. They, 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 they are top. Yeah, let me see where Juve are actually. Juve are fifth. So it's Milan on 17 points, Sassuolo on 15, Napoli on 14, Roma on 14, and Juve on 13. So that's wow. a slow start for, for Ronaldo and Co. Wow. But he, he got, well, what, he had COVID, came back, scored yeah, two did. goals, didn't he? And then he got injured. Oh, that's unfortunate. That. Did, yeah, he, play, did, he, did he play um, last night in the front, against France? Yeah, yeah, he played last night, yeah. Um, so. Like I said last night, I only watched the second half by the time I got home. Yeah. Uh, my, my five-hour trip. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I watched the second half. And yeah, so I, it was a joy to see Ronaldo. Um, he wasn't amazing. He was, he was decent. He was okay. Um, but I was I was more intrigued in the United boys, especially the United French boys. Martial missed a couple of sitters. So again, I didn't see the first half. I watched the highlights um, at half time, And the chances that he missed, I just thought, wow, like... Those are the chances you need to be scoring. And I thought, Martial, in my eyes, has been clinical over the years. So I'm yeah. very surprised that he, he missed them, especially in the back of last season. He had a fantastic season. Yeah. I, felt, I felt that he, he has um, sort of... Finally found himself. some consistency. Yeah, 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 yeah. molded himself into that position. And I thought for France, he'll do bits. Um, obviously, with Giroud potentially going out or being a squad player, however. But yeah, he missed three, maybe four good opportunities in the first half. Um, I looked at Pogba, bro. Again, man, like... It comes a point where you just can't defend the guy. Everything is full circle. Always comes back onto Pogba because it's it's it, it is a question that is that's been on pretty much every United fan's mind for since he started. You know, and especially in the past couple of years, like it's yeah. just where where when is it going to happen? If it hasn't me, happened at this point, is mm-hmm. it ever going to happen? Yeah, for me, I sort of ran out of excuses for him when it came to the season. It was Joe's last season. Mm. It was him and Matic like that position, the sort of rank, the double pivot, and them two just kept getting dispossessed, losing yeah. the ball. I remember the game against Brighton, and what's his name, Murray, Glenn Murray. Yeah, he ended up scoring two day. goals against. Yeah, mate, and it was them two every time losing the ball in the field. They did it against Spurs when Lucas scored against us. <clears throat> did it? I think it was against Burnley as well. It was just terrible, mate. Every single time. It, that's why I think Pogba's perfect for Serie A. That yeah. sort of tempo and pace is perfect for him. But let's not get. Now let's, let's, now, let's not dive back into Pogba again. That, that man is taking far too much of our time. But all right. So the next question is from one of your boys, isn't it? About Wolves. Yeah. So his question, Rob, big up Rob. Um, Rob, Rob from college? Yeah, Rob from college. Yo, yeah. Rob, oi, Rob, if you're listening, man, shout out. Shout out, Rob, man. He was, uh, he was a good friend back in, uh, back in the college days. He had some good oh, times. Nice. Yeah, good times mm. in that college field. Good times. Um, yeah, indeed. But yeah, he's a, he's a Wolves fan. So his question was uh, about Nuno. Yeah. And him winning the, uh, the, manager, of the year, uh, manager of the Month um, yeah. award and how Wolves are doing in general. So I want to pass that they to a, you. They had, a good, they, had, they had a good month. I think they had a good month, didn't they? I think, from what I can remember, I was looking earlier and I think it was, what, th- three, three wins and a, and a draw out of four. That's, yeah. that's not bad. That's not a bad month at all. I think, you know, just looking at their fixtures now, actually. So they won 2 0 in, in October. First, they started 1 0 against Fulham, mm-hmm. tricky fixture. 1 0 against Leeds, also tricky. 1 0, a 1 0 draw against Newcastle. Yeah. And a 2 0 win against Palace. So I think, the, firstly, for me, the highlights there are three uh, clean sheets. Yeah, yeah, true. true um, having had Wolves defenders in my fantasy team before, I've, I find it quite annoying because you guys hardly don't really seem to get fantasy, uh, don't seem to get clean sheets that much. But yeah. Reese, I think, has taken a bit of a turn this this year, so that's been quite good. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I think Wolves are an exciting team. I've uh, obviously because of their, the, the Portuguese connection, I've seen that uh, Ronaldo is linked to them. <laughs> yeah, maybe Renato Sanchez. That's another one as well. He's linked to them. <laughs> Basically, any good Portu- Portuguese player, just imagine them at Wolves. Mm, yeah, I, I can, I can see, I can see Renato Sanchez going there. Obviously, not Ronaldo. But what's happened? What's happened to Renato Sanchez? He's revived his career. He's at. Uh, um... Oh, good for him. Did you start buying? No, 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 he went to. I believe he's in Lille or Nice. I, I think it's Lille. He's in yeah. Lille, and um, yeah, he's doing yeah, well he there. Is. He's um, he's been picked from. I think he played last night actually. Or mm. if not last night, last week um, for Portugal. So again, picked for Portugal again. So it's nice to see that. It's nice to see him reviving his career and doing well. Good and I think he's only like 24, 25, you know. I might be wrong. Yeah, but... he's still young. I think yeah. he's 23. It's 23. one of those things that because even though he's young, because he came to the scene that's so early, mm. you, you think he's significantly older than he is. Yeah, Swansea, do you remember that? 
Yeah, exactly. Well, that was that was unfortunate. I think he had quite a poor stint at Swansea, didn't he? He did. I think one of the the manager at the time used to work at Bayern, didn't he? Yeah, it was uh, Paul Clement, I think. That's it. Yeah, yeah, Paul yeah, Clement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he had these Bayern links, and apparently with Sanchez, he came out recently and said, "I had no choice but to go to Swansea. I didn't want to go." <laughs> mm. Imagine you're living in uh, Munich and you're told one day go go to Swansea. You're, you're thinking, going to Wales. You're going to Wales, mate. You're thinking, what am I going to do there? What's Swansea? I don't know what Swansea is. Wait, where's Wales, bro? Yeah, I was no disrespect to Swansea and Wales. I've been to Wales. Yeah. Big up Wales. Uh, but um, yeah, if you're not a Sanchez and you're thinking, oh, why would I leave Bayern Munich to go play in Wales? It's just not yeah. the right, I guess, the, the right career path he wanted. But good no. for him, man. I'm happy to see him doing well and it's nice to see. But going back to Wolves, um, yeah, I think I like Nuno. Yeah. I, I actually think Nuno, Nuno was the... Um, one of the only managers that I I would have been okay with at United as a long term project instead of Oli. So for me, I, I don't know about that. He's yes. I think he's done wonders with Wolves. He has done absolute wonders. Mm. But do I want to see him take a long term project at United? Still quite early on. I don't know. But that was a question someone asked me back then. I remember my, me and my colleague were talking about this, and they were like. Who would you have taken instead of Oli? I'm, I'm, I'm there thinking anyone could have done a better, <laughs> done a better job than Oli. But... Well, there was there was quite a big shortlist at that time. I mean, I'm surprised. Massive, you know, yeah. if we really did once to go for someone who had United experience. I'm quite surprised we didn't go for Lauren Blanc. To be Lauren Blanc. I remember you were saying about him at the at the start of the um, the rumors. But for me, it I mean, was... he'd, be, he'd been out of work for a while, but yeah. you know, ultimately, he still won the league with PSG, which obviously, as we were talking about earlier, isn't exactly the, the biggest ask, but. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still a trophy. He, he's a trophy. Yeah, he's, he's still a trophy. He's yeah. still, and he had experience of managing a big, big squad. So, yeah, know, it was surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Go on, yeah. Wolves, Nuno. yeah. So Nuno was. Um, one of my colleague asked me at the time, who would you, uh, who would you have picked? Who would you have had as a long-term project instead? And for me, it would have been him. It would have been uh, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah. Um, these sorts of managers. Would you have taken Rodgers after Liverpool? I don't care about that sort of stuff anymore, man. Nah, when I was at 14, no 15, loyalties. No, when I was at 14, 15, I'd be like, oh, nah, Liverpool scum, all of that sort of stuff. But I'm a grown up now. <laughs> you know, right, if, I, if, I, if, if we get hate from United fans saying, oh, you aren't real, real fans, I'm putting them straight to you, mate. <laughs> do it, mate, do it. I'll, I'll have a conversation <laughs> with Dave. I just feel like emotions are great, but uh, let's think with logic for a second and. You know, if you've got a manager like Rogers who could potentially come in and do a job, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Rogers is the answer. I'm yeah. just saying at that particular time, if I wanted a long term manager as a project, he would have been one of the candidates. Along would you say Stevie G? No, no way. What's he Why done? Why not? What's he done? You know how I feel about legends coming in and taking big jobs. No, him, Arteta, Lampard, Oli, all of these managers that are in charge, I was never yeah. an advocate of that. I see Arteta at Arsenal and I can see the identity, to be fair to him. And he's won an FA Cup. I- and a community yeah, issue. but this season they've, they've had a pretty poor start. Um, I'm not saying he's doing a great job, by the way, just to clarify. But if you look at the table, I think they're sat where they're sat eighth or something. So, uh, I'm not sure, mate. All I know is that so uh, Obamiang hasn't, hasn't scored in about a million games or something from open play. Yeah, I mean, I watch Arsenal a lot this season and I just think they're forced near Lacazette, man. Bro, they're 11th. They're 11th. Out of their, out of their last six Prem games, they've, they've lost four and they've won two. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great, but. Again, I'm not saying he's doing a great job, but I'm looking at him and I think he at least has an identity with, with his football and what he's trying to do. And he's not even been there a year. Whereas I look at our situation, I just think we are still messing around with what's our best team? What's our best formation? What's we're, finally, our... we're finally starting to find our feet now. Well, I bloody hope so. Isn't it? Every single press conference, uh, the group is coming together. We're a young team, you know. It's just nonsense, constant nonsense. It's, but it's, again, it's like, it's like when we saw that. Oh yeah, Fred started to find the seat. Yeah, again, it's been two years. It's been, yeah, it's been <laughs> it for long enough. This is third season. And again, imagine if imagine if you're at a job, right? Mm. And after after two years, you're like, oh, I finally feel like I'm getting used to it. They'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, you you should be used to it. What is wrong with you if you're not? Mate, you're sacked. I know. Yeah, I'm exactly. Sacked. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like Fred, and I think he's a he's a good player. But I just think he's. We're trying to force him into something he's not. He's not a CDM. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's like a canter, box box midfielder. And I just think he can be best utilised in that position. However, yeah. you, if you put him there, he needs to be sandwiched around a proper mm. CDM and a number 10. And I think someone like a, maybe a Declan Rice, he's another one. I don't know how much it's yeah. going to cost, but he could be the perfect CDM for us. Stick him there. Um, let Fred do the box box stuff and let Bruno be the hero because that's what he wants to do, yeah. right? 
Well, you know what? It's quite funny. I was just thinking that you can tell that we're, we're United fans because everything always somehow seems to come back to United, somehow back to back to Fred. The <laughs> yeah. question. Let, let's let's wrap up on on Rob's question of, yeah. of Wolves. Then, so what? My view on Wolves is they're having a good season. I think they'll they'll push again for maybe top eight. Um, I think Nuno had a, a good month, so you know it seemed that that award was deserved. I mean, I would say also that probably probably Mourinho could have could have taken that award, so could have a. Uh, Hasenhutl at Southampton. Yeah. They've, they've both had great months as well. Their yeah. teams are in great form. Southampton are having a banging start to the season. Yeah. And I actually think, um, I told you off record, I actually think Jose got robbed. Um, yeah. He, uh, Rob. Rob, he got... are you going to take that? <laughs> I think he got Rob, robbed. Rob, if you're listening to this, I, I suggest you send an angry message <laughs> to Saif, man. Uh, what's it called? Um, hate mail. Hate mail on Insta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fan abuse. <laughs> but nah, um, yeah, I think he got robbed purely because I look, I look at the job that he's done so far. And um, a quick stat of your boy George will probably like this. Um, since he's taken over Spurs, he sits third on the table in terms of uh, points accumulated. And I just realised he. Sorry, 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 I just realised when you say George, you mean Alex, bro? Alex, sorry, Alex. Why do I keep thinking his name is George? <laughs> <laughs> when you said this earlier, I was like, I don't have a. Yeah, he looks like a George, man. He looks like a George, but Alex. <laughs> his I'm last name is Jordi Ardis, if that's okay, why. That's probably, that's probably what it is. I'm, I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sending everyone <laughs> your, your name, bro. But yeah, Alex, your boy Alex will love, um, mm. will love this stat. But yeah, since uh, Joseph's taken over, um, he sits third in terms of points accumulated. I can't remember how much they're off from second, but it's Liverpool, Man City who sit first and second. The and usual suspects. Exactly. And since post-lockdown, they sit first in terms of points accumulated. Yeah. And I think in terms of the title this year, for me, they're the best of the rest. Um, Liverpool, yeah. Liverpool and City are still my favourites, but I think they're the best of the rest. With Jose, they'll have a chance and they've got a very nice team at the moment. I, I, I worry for them defensively, but if, yeah. if they can get in Skriniar in January or whoever else they're linked with. I saw they linked to some Korean guy. I don't know what he is or how good he yeah. is. But um, as long as they can bring another centre-half, a commanding centre-half who, who who may have some speed to him as well because the, the, the centre-half they have now, they're very slow. If they can bring mm. someone someone like, someone of that ilk in, I think they'll, they'll be fine. It's funny that you moved, you moved on to that topic naturally because that was actually going to be our next and, and final question in, in the slide sack on the DMs. And that was from Alex or George, as you want to call it. George, big up George. So <laughs> big up George, big up Alex, big up all the mandem. Uh, Alex's question was, can Spurs win the league? I, I re- replied to him on Twitter saying, if Spurs win, I'll give you a pound. And the reason mm-hmm. I say a pound is because it's a pretty low commitment. I still don't <laughs> think, I don't think they will win the league. I think Spurs being Spurs will Spurs it. But, you, you know. say you say this right, but I look I look at them and I just see a different a different picture now. Because you're you know, saying that because you're in love with Mourinho. No, 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 no. I'm saying that because I look at their performance and actually watch the games. Unlike you, <laughs> if, actually... Mourinho, if Mourinho said, "Sorry, marry me," you'd be like, "Do you care?" Yeah, okay, why not? Why not? I'll take half his money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm there. But now nah, um, I look. I watched them. Just a quick summary. They they started off playing mm. some exciting football, very nice football, um, high pressing football, and energetic pressing. And then they drew against West uh, West Ham in a manner which they drew. It wasn't great. Is that the thrill? The thrill, yeah, yeah. They Yo, were that, dominating that, that the Lanzini game. That Lanzini goal, though. Mate. That Lanzini goal. Oh Mate. my word! I was I was sat on my sofa Screamer. in disbelief. Like they were dominating that game for eighty minutes, eighty three minutes, I think it was. And mm. Bell, if Bell if Bell scored that opportunity just before they scored, it would be four 0 game dusted. But he didn't. They ended up scoring three goals, and since then, I think. Jose sort of brought back the the attractive football sort of been a little bit sacrificed. Yeah. But they're defensively a bit more sure. Um, I yeah. saw a stat recently, I think I, I told you this before, but 75% of the goals come from free kicks, well, spe- uh, set pieces and, and individual mistakes. And they're, they're As dead. in conceding? What did I say? <laughs> That's a goal scored. You said, you said goals, man. I didn't know. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, goals conceded. Um, it was yeah, yeah. Don't me off like that. Sorry, seventy-five <laughs> percent of their goals conceded uh, come from individual mistakes or or mm. set pieces, and they struggle defensively. They make these stupid mistakes in in um in open play. They're fine, but in in set pieces and and uh, when it comes to certain individual mistakes, they do that. They have that in them, but I feel like they've sort of found a nicer balance um to that. That's why when I watched them against Burnley, when I watched them against Brighton, and even against um. I think it was Ludogorets in the in the in the in, in Europe. That was yeah. They, that was the game they won, but they didn't play particularly well, did they? They weren't great, no. But um, again, I feel like it was a sacrifice of trying to find a nice balance of good football, 
as yeah. well as um, being short at the back. I don't think they played great football in all three of those games, but mm. they grinded that result. They showed great character. And to win, to grind out a 1-0 isn't easy. We used to do it with Fergie all the time. Yeah, yeah. Leicester did it when they won the league as well. Liverpool done well, it. That's, that's, that's the mark of a title-winning squad, though. When and, you're not playing particularly well, you get those results still. And he literally just spoke the words that I was going to say. He stole the words out of my mouth. They are doing yeah. this now. I'm not saying they're going to continue to do this, but they have, they've showed this season that they can do both. Play the attractive football. The way they demolished United, they demolished yeah. us, man, at our home turf as well. Maguire got nutmeg about, nutmeg about six times in that game. Oh, fridge. Comical. Classic. Absolute comical, that game. But... Yeah. yeah, so they showed they could do that and they can grind out results. And for me, that's a mark of a champion. I'm not saying they're going to win the league this season. I said to you before, um, before the season started, I felt they were challenged next season under Jose mm. and the players they're getting. But um, don't be surprised if they sat second or first come February, March. Don't be surprised. So that's, that's what eight, I'm saying. Eight games in, eight yeah. games into this season so yeah. far, yes or no, do you think they can win the league? I think, I think they can. I don't think yeah. they will. Purely because uh, right now, eight, game, eight games in, for me, the favourites are still Liverpool and Man City, logically speaking. Yeah. But um, I, think, I think it's a possibility. So I'm going to say yes. I, I will not be surprised if it would, under Jose. Do you, do you think uh, Leicester are in with a shout? We saw what happened with Leicester last season. Yeah, and crumbled. And with him at Liverpool as well. Yeah. I look at Rodgers and I like him, like I mentioned earlier, but I look at him and I think, what went what wrong? wrong? What went wrong for you to go from third comfortably yeah. To bloody fifth and letting us squeeze in to take your position for Champions League football. Baffling. Absolutely. Do you know baffling. what I mean? We had no right last season to get Champions League football. <laughs> no right. And it kept Oli in a job ultimately. So yeah. I blame Rogers for that. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Rogers for that. You bottled it. I, I don't like to use the term bottling because I feel like, yes, you know, you bottle it today, great. But I do feel like you, you give someone a second chance and see what they can do then. Obviously, his second chance was Leicester. I didn't bottle yeah. it again. You know, from Liverpool to Leicester, and then this season they started off great. They've, I think, they've got the exact same record as. No, they don't. They they, they sat first on this. They sat Leicester first. first. Yeah, they sat first. But but Villa have got a game in hand. They do. If they win, if they, they win go their first. next game, they go first for yeah, goal yeah. difference. They do, yeah. So it's, what a uh, turnaround for Villa. Yeah, mate. It's nice to see. I love Grealish. So it's, it's nice to see him doing bits. Barkley, you, I always looked at him and I thought he's someone that just struggles in the final third, makes the wrong decisions, yeah. but. It looks like him and Grealish really complement each other, and McGinn as well. They do, yeah, they do. I think, I think you know, it's a it's a real success story that because they didn't have a particularly busy window. You know, they didn't they didn't set out and say we're going to change the entire squad. They added mm. to really really players such as Ollie yeah, Watkins. Exactly. Mate. Watkins has been great. Barkley's been a good addition, and I think ultimately they, those have been some great signings for them. And it's, I think it's uh, it's great to see how they've recovered. Definitely. And I guess you know when 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 a team like that starts to do well, it does raise the question of their best players. Will mm. they be there? You know, will Grealish stay for another year? He's got to go, man. He's 24. I think he's 25 soon. He's got to go. And I think if Pogba leaves, I think we'll buy him, you know, depending on how much we get for him. Or... I, don't, I don't think we'll be able to afford him, man. I think, I think Sancho is still on top of the wish list. Mm, yeah, I don't know, man. We saw what happened to Sancho. Yeah. That meltdown. I don't know. I don't know if, if I have the, uh, the emotional... Uh, I can't. I can't follow uh, Fab on Twitter again. Not, not, not again. I can't do that to myself, man. Nah. Every day waking up, just seeing. Oh, talks are talks are going well. It's like, well, how well? Though? <laughs> Still haven't signed him. Number no, seven, exactly. Sancho sold us a dream. This is the thing. This, they, they they sold us Sancho, and they signed um, a thirty-three. Was it thirty-three-year-old Cavani? I think. I think it's thirty-three. Thirty-three. So they, they signed. They get. They sold us Sancho and signed and let let, let us get Cavani, a thirty-three-year-old Cavani. And give not only are we signing him on a free, but you're also giving the number seven shirt. That's an ultimate yeah. slap in the face. Weird that the number seven move was weird because mm. ultimately, like, it could still be an astute signing. He's only really had cameos so far, and obviously he yeah. got that goal um, against who do, who do we play? Who do we win? Oh, Everton. Everton yeah. You know, he got, he got he got the goal, so you know, good for him. It could still be an astute signing, but the, the number is. seven was a weird one. Mm. Yeah, because that you know it could very well be he's going to stay for a year. He'll go in the summer. Then Grealish will get that. Sh- uh, sorry, Sancho will get that shirt if he mm. comes. But it just I don't know. Seemed like quite a um, quite an odd move to give him the number seven shirt. No, I completely agree. It's um, yeah, it remains to be seen. I hope he does well. I, I like, don't get me wrong. I like Cavani. I loved him at PSG. Um, yeah, even when he was at Napoli before he was a great. Oh, he was there. killing it at Napoli. Him 100%. and um, who who else did they have? Was it was they it had... was Higuain there at the time? I don't think he was actually. I think he was um, Cavani's replacement actually. Higuain. I think he was as well, mm. yeah, because he moved to obviously PSG. Mm. 
Um, but you know that that Napoli squad of old, whereas uh, Cavani, Hamsik, Hamsik, Mertens, he was quality, well. mate. Mertens, you had Ex- Callahan as well, Callahan. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you had to, you know, there were some good players, and, that, mm. and Cavani is a great player, but he's thirty-three. What Premier message well. does it send out? When we we keep talking about oh yeah we want to sign all this new young exciting talent and we end up buying a thirty three year old and giving him the prime shirt and this is it it's um it's one of them ones where if we really and truly wanted him we would have signed mm. him back in back in bloody May when he was available yeah was it May or April I think he was um his contract that came to an end he was a free agent I think it was May wasn't it but now he waited until deadline day for a free agent who came in he was then quarantined for two weeks. Yeah. Then trained, still not up to speed, by the way. Um, I know he scored last night for Uruguay, which is which is great, good for him. Yeah, but still not match fit. Still not match fit for the Premier League. He's gonna need another, probably another month to get. I should probably about two, three weeks, I reckon, uh, of Premier League. Yeah, uh, minutes. He won't get ninety minutes, but he'll get some minutes. He needs a, he needs those minutes in his in his belt. He'll get that. Mm. I think two, three weeks would be enough for him to um, start games for us. And the way Martial is playing right now, I think he has a he has a shot. Yeah, he'll get he'll get some minutes in. I think mm. he'll get some minutes in. But right, cool. Well, look, I think those are the main topics that we wanted to discuss this week. So thank you very much for tuning in to episode two. Thank thanks you. to thanks to everyone who sent in questions. It was great. You know, it was, it was good discussion points. And also thank you to everyone who listened to episode one and who is now listening to episode two. So. I believe Saif, obviously, we're back next week. No more international break. Can't wait. Can't oh, wait. Oh, God, I hate international break. You, have you watched any of the games apart from yesterday? Uh, only last night. I'm going to watch tonight, though. Grealish is starting tonight, so I'm going to have to watch that, my guy. Okay. Yeah. Are we sure he's starting or will it somehow Mason Mount? <laughs> By the way, Mount isn't start. a bad player. I want to no, say no, no, no. Record. He's not a bad player. I like Mount. I think, I think he has a lot of talent. He, he's got a good record when he went away. Yeah. Um, in, in For Derby as well. So I, I like him and I think he played a deeper role for England. Um, was it Tuesday they played when I watched them? Wednesday. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I played watching them on Tuesday. Um, well, early this week. I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday. And um, yeah, it was, it was nice to see him playing in deeper position and watch his movements off the ball. That's something yeah. I've never seen with Mount um, for Chelsea, purely because of the positions. I, I guess he plays for Chelsea. But I think Lampard is trying to make him play a deeper role to almost... My boy made a good point. Um, and he's a Chelsea fan. And he said... Um, mm. He said, uh, "We try and turn him into um, into a Lampard himself, uh, position yeah. position in terms of his positioning." Yeah. A, a mini me, um, yeah, exactly, yeah. And I think Lampard do, does see himself in Mount, so it's it's a nice evolution. Let's see how far it goes. And yeah. do do you think international wise, right? Will this whole Mount and Grealish thing basically be the new Gerard Lampard thing? It's certainly, do you know what? I didn't even think about that, but it's certainly looking that way. Isn't it looks it? like it looks like it's going down that route. Or yeah. is this just something that Southgate is making an issue out of? I think Southgate is making it a bigger deal than it is. Um, yeah. I think Grealish said it himself, we're not even fighting for the same position. Um, but I don't fully agree with that. I feel like they're both, they're both cam. They're both yeah. cams. Whereas Mount is more versatile, he can play a deeper role, like he's shown. Um, and Grealish, to be fair, is a versatile as well because he can play on the left-hand side. Um, yeah. But I personally want to see Grealish in the middle. Um, yeah, same. So for Villa, he plays out wide. Um, but he almost has a free role where he comes in and does whatever you want. He plays very central um, for Villa. Mm-hmm. For England, the reason why, he work, why it works for him to play on the left-hand side is because they play wing-backs. Now, yeah. when, when you have Saka bombing up and down on the, from the wing-back position, he's now covering the flanks, whereas Grealish is playing more central. So he's not tracking back runners. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that gives him the license to, to be almost a cam with Mount playing a bit deeper. And they do link up as well. So it's, I don't think it's a case of, with Lampard and Gerrard, it was a case of, can they play together? I don't think that's the issue. It's more about it's more about can one who plays who, do you play? who plays who plays cam, but it depends if you know if we're going to play five at the back still in the yeah. Euro, in the Euros. Are we going to have a different manager by then? I personally think playing at five at the back is a is a waste when you have so many midfielders that you can utilize. Yeah, you, this is a this is a, a true golden generation of talent, in my opinion. I think hundred percent. England have we have so many exciting young players coming through, yeah. and that's why it baffles me that Southgate, with all this at his disposal, still can't seem to do the business with it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I just look at the right back position. You've got about ten right backs there. Yeah, <laughs> you got Wan Bissaka exactly. who's just chilling right now. I, I saw videos of him training at home, and mm. he can't get into the into the England team. And I don't think. Southgate will ever pick him to be honest um, no I think he might as well just play for Congo 
<laughs> I mean, I don't mean that in a disrespectful. You're laughing, but I'm not. I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I just, I no, I know that. what you mean. I, I mean, he will get. He will get game surely. But who's 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 ahead of him in the packing? Mate, order? you got Kai Walker. You got ah. Trippier. You got. Uh, nah, did you say that? No, I said ah. Uh, I was gonna say Kai Walker's cold man. He's one of my favorite right backs. Um, so I got... think he. I think he's good, but you know, he's he's how old is Kai Walker now? I think he's 30, 31 now. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You can't. You can't. Prioritize the thirty-one-year-old over however old you can't. Bissaka is Southgate trusts him. That's the difference. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He took him to a semi-final, and I think that's what it is. Like that's his trusted, um, I guess, tool. So you got Kyle Walker, you got Trippier, you got Trent. Trent is not even his first choice. He plays Reese mm. James, and Reece see, James. That's baffling. Trent to not be your first choice for see, me. I love Trent, and I think it pains me to say this because obviously he's a Liverpool player, but he dictates games from right back. Yeah, no other right back does. does. Well, not in the Premier League. No other right back in the Premier League or, or for England certainly doesn't do doesn't do that. Mm. Um, but yeah, he plays Reese James. Reese James for me is a perfect uh, right back in the sense that he can attack and he can defend, and he does it so efficiently. He's a he's a full package, and I think yes, he doesn't dictate games like Trent, but he has what he has what it takes to be a top top right back. Yeah, he has all the attributes and he has all the talent, and he performs. Um, based on his talent, so he backs it up with his performances, and, and I see why you'd pick Reese James. So I don't have a big issue with that personally, but yeah. I just don't like this. But I'll tell you one thing though: if you're gonna play five at the back and with wing backs, then you play Trent because yeah, you got you got to man. Yeah, if you play five at the back, you play Trent because if you if you're playing Reese James because he's a better right back, but you're playing wing backs, that makes no sense to me. Then you play Trent, but yeah. in the back four, if you pick Reese James um, as your right back, that makes more sense to me because you, you want someone who's a bit more sure going backwards as yeah. well. But if you've got that defensive stability in terms of three centre backs and you're playing wing backs, you've got to play Trent. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's yeah, that's I guess we agree on that one then. Yeah, fair, fair. Cool. Well, look, I think obviously we said earlier, like, oh yeah, let's try and keep this to a bit of a shorter episode. Yeah, like <laughs> half an hour. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> this is overrun. But hopefully you, you guys have stuck with us and you've listened to it. That's but nice. in the meantime, let's finish it off. Yeah. This has been episode two of Just Fives FC. I've been Kamal. I'm Saif. It's been a pleasure, guys. Thank you very much. And we look forward to the next one.